0: You're listening to Hashtag No filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you in trouble. though. Oh, you? yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And right. that's your chronic state. That's <laughs> 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives, I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered combos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in, guys. I hope you are having a wonderful Tuesday. So instead of our classic weekly book club, I figured we would do a interview club. We're going to be recapping Tom Sandoval's interview on Howie Mandel, because he revealed a lot, and I can't imagine that Bravo is too happy with him after that. He had a lot to say. He had a lot of accusations that he threw out there. So I figured let's just recap the interview. um, And then we'll get to some of like my thoughts, your thoughts, all the thoughts that we'll break down in just a minute. But uh, stay tuned. I do have a big announcement that I'm making this week. We have Stassi Schroeder on the podcast as well. She's gonna be on the podcast on Wednesday. So Stay tuned for that. It's going to be a, a good interview. I do ask her about Scandaball, um, Raquel and Tom, and we talk a whole lot of you know Vanderpump, the fiery, and everything. It's actually really good. So, um, thank you for uh, supporting me, especially through this new transition with little baby Skywalker, who's my new puppy. He's eight weeks old. We're learning a lot. We're doing a lot. It's been crazy. Um, so, thank you for your uh, patience and love and support. So let's dive into it. So Howie Mandel has a podcast and the podcast is called Howie Mandel does stuff, right? Tom Sandoval decided he was going to give his first exclusive interview, which to me was very interesting. Um, It was like over an hour long and he had like a whole lot to dish on. Um, So first off. Howie Mandel opens up his interview by saying he doesn't get the whole hype over scandal. He doesn't understand why people are so mad at him. He doesn't understand why this has become such big news. He says that Tom Sandoval wasn't married. And then Sandoval then starts by saying that, you know, he's never experienced any heat like this in his life before. Oh, my God. He's not the royal family. Um, you know, he's not mad at Schwartz after Schwartz has watched Evan's live appearance because he says that Schwartz made some valid points. But he's just so taken aback by why everybody is so captivated by this scandal, this affair, because apparently this is so out of character for him, right? So he continues by saying that he never thought that he'd end up in a situation like this, which is interesting because... He's already been in situations like this involving cheating, but I get it. He's never been in a situation like this because it's never been this bad before. It's never been this big before. So I got it, Sandoval. Gotcha. It's not. You've never done anything to this magnitude that's been this bad. So he said that he still loves Ariana very much, but for a while they were living independently and you know they were doing their own thing. Their relationship was lacking intimacy. It was lacking connection. He said that they'd often travel alone. More often than they would travel together, he said that he wanted to keep up the optics for the sake of their brand because they have a coupled brand and they didn't want to break up their coupled image. So he seems to blame it on that. This is one of the reasons he blames it. And again, we're going chronologically with how the interview broke down. So he says that their coupled image was something that he really wanted to hold together. Which is interesting because later on in the interview, he has a bunch of other reasons as to why he couldn't break up with Ariana. Her dog died. Her grandma died. She was in a fragile space, you know, mentally. She was threatening to hurt herself. So all these reasons as to why he couldn't leave Ariana, right? But so... he. uh, Starts off by saying that it was about their coupled image. Then he says that they both struggled with anxiety and depression. He just happens to handle his anxiety and depression differently. He says that he would go out and he would be on the go constantly and that she was the opposite. She would just stay home all day and she would just want to isolate from everybody because her depression was different than his or she just handled it differently than he did. And then he said he turned 40 and turning 40 really hit him hard and he felt trapped and realized he needed to make a change to feel alive again. So first we stay with her because we have a coupled brand that we want to maintain, right? Then we stay with her because we're apart and she's depressed and she wants to stay home and I don't want to stay home, I want to get out and I handle my depression differently. And then now it's because we have a midlife crisis and we're 40 and at 40 we we want to change everything and we want to feel, you know, better about our lives. And then we keep going because then he says that when the affair with Raquel began, he was in a very dark place. He says, you know, resentment with Ariana was starting to grow because, you know, he was losing his mojo. He was losing his sex game. He said that it felt like this was the second time he was having sex at like 19 years old, where he was just like not in sync with like sex and not in sync with like being intimate with a partner. And he was craving connection. He was craving intimacy. And my thing is, it's like, if you're this unhappy, Go to therapy. Why not go and work on your relationship? Why not try? Or if you don't want to try, let's say you're fully checked out. Why not leave? Like, it's very easy to say, listen, I can't deal with you anymore. We're not compatible anymore. We want different things. Let's do our own thing. Please upload this on the podcast on the West Coast. Yes, this is going to be uploaded on the podcast. How do we listen? Oh, you can. Howie Mandel has a podcast, so you can listen to Howie Mandel Does Stuff, right? does things or does stuff, How just Google him, Howie Mandel podcast and you can listen to it. It's also on YouTube if you want to watch the full podcast. But my thing is, like, if you're this unhappy, do something. Either leave or work on the relationship but don't just be like, I had to have an affair because I was unhappy in my relationship. No, that's not a reason to have an affair. There's never a reason to have an affair. He says that he and Raquel became really good friends and he saw how amazing she was and he was really trying to push Raquel and Schwartz together because he knew that she She was such a catch and Schwartz, you know, but he was definitely not trying to cock block himself because that's one thing that Howie Mandel asks and Howie Mandel, I think it was his daughter that was with him on the podcast. They ask him, they're like, were you trying to push him towards Schwartz? That way you would cock block yourself and you wouldn't be able to pursue that because you knew this was Schwartz's girl. He said no. He thought that they would just be a really great couple together because Raquel is such a catch. He said that he thought that Schwartz was dumb for not jumping at it and Schwartz wasn't interested in it. After Guys Night, he said, was um, he ended up getting locked out of the house. So Guys Night's what we saw when they were at, what was it, Skybar at the Mondrian, And that's when Raquel and Charlie showed up after the girls' trip with Katie and Lala. And so... He said that that was the night that everything really started. And that night he went home and he was locked out. And so they were hanging out in the backyard around the fireplace and they just clicked. There was something there. There was chemistry. There was a spark. There was something. So he and Raquel kissed fireworks. He said that it was just instant. He, you know, he was so drawn to her and there was just such a connection there. And he said a year prior that he drew a line with Ariana Also interesting. Take notes about this, people. He had to draw a line with Ariana. He says that she had a lot of pride and that she would never apologize for anything. So you're having a midlife crisis. Ariana's depressed and doesn't want to get out of bed. But then she also doesn't apologize for anything. And, you know, you want to travel more, but you don't want to travel with her. But then you met Raquel and there was a spark and that opened you and made you feel alive again. So many stories, so many different lanes that we're trying to walk down, right? He says that she uh was really difficult ariana because she didn't want to take any accountability for anything she doesn't like to apologize because she believes that apologies are bs unless there's changed behavior he says that after his kiss with raquel he knew that he had to go go to therapy immediately because he had to figure out what was going on he had to figure out like what his situation was and whether or not he wanted to be with raquel or wanted to be with ariana he had to figure his shit out, basically. And he said that at that point, he had no logic anymore. He was so caught up with, with Raquel. They started to talk more and FaceTime all the time. He was even a little jealous when he saw Schwartz kiss Raquel at Sheena's wedding um, because he wanted to be with Raquel and he couldn't because he was technically with Ariana. And Schwartz said that at Sheena's wedding when they kissed, he just wasn't feeling it. And that's when, he told, that's when Sandoval told Schwartz, he's like, oh, well, if you're not feeling it, then let me just tell you, we kind of hooked up in my backyard. While I was locked out the night of boys night. So literally, they didn't go into a hotel. They didn't make out at a bar drunkenly. They literally hooked up in the backyard, in his backyard. Also, where was Ariana during this and how did he get locked out of his house? I have more questions. I wish I conducted this interview because I would have given him grace and I would have given him some understanding and I would have given him a little bit of support. But I also would have asked the hard questions. And I also would have asked the follow up questions. What I didn't like about this Howie Mandel interview is he doesn't know Vanderpump rules. He doesn't know Scandal, He doesn't get why this is such a big deal. Howie like is so out of touch with what's going on in Bravo land and Vanderpump land that I'm just like, literally, why are you the one doing this interview? I'll tell you why, because he gave Sandoval a softball interview, and Sandoval Sandoval likes softball interviews, and he was not going to do an interview that was going to grill him. That's what, same thing with Jen Shaw. when I had the opportunity to interview Jen Shaw, but my, my questions were a little too hard for her, and she didn't want to answer the hard questions. Same thing with Sandoval, I don't think he's willing to answer the hard questions when he needs to answer the hard questions. Howie Mandel has no clue what he's talking about, nothing against Howie, but he just has no understanding of vanderpump land he has no understanding of the vanderpump universe and he kept bringing that up throughout the interview which was very distracting because he's like i don't understand this i don't understand why it's such a big deal you know who are these people who's katie who's sheena what's what the wedding who's schwartz is schwartz jewish what schwartz isn't jewish why is schwartz not jewish and his name is schwartz i digress but like how he should not have been the one to be interviewing him i'll just say that and he seemed to justify a lot of sandoval's actions he's like oh you know because he was having a midlife crisis and he was depressed so then that's why he was craving intimacy and that's why he had to seek something outside of his relationship oh i get that okay i understand where you're coming from why is this such a big scandal but howie nobody's mad at sandoval for being human right nobody is mad at him for developing feelings for somebody else That's okay. That's natural. We're human beings. Even if you're in a relationship and you're in love, it's possible to develop feelings for somebody else. It's possible for feelings to come up because we're naturally, you know, we crave connection. We crave intimacy. And if you're lacking that in your relationship, these things happen. We're not mad at him for being human and having a midlife crisis and wanting to seek things elsewhere. The issue, Howie, is that Tom cheated and Tom continued to cheat and Tom continued to cheat and lie and he continued to cheat and lie and conceal it and keep this up for seven months. And now he's trying to justify that. That is the reason people are upset, not because he made out with Raquel, not because he fell in love with Raquel, not because he developed feelings for Raquel, but because because he was a sleaze ball and his behavior and his actions were jacked up and they were not okay and we cannot justify that okay the issue is not that he developed feelings the issue is what he did so then Tom continues by saying that he asked Ariana to go to couples therapy and he knew that this would be tough for her because going to remember she has a lot of pride. And he says that he was starting to plant little seeds that he wanted to leave the relationship because he says every time he tried to talk to Ariana about breaking up, that she would shut it down. And then he would go into hypotheticals. And in in, ther- in couples therapy, he would be like, hypothetically, if we broke up, what would you do, Ariana. Which, let's be very clear, a hypothetical, what would you do if we broke up, is not the same thing as saying, hey, I think we should break up. Your sandy balls, you need to dust them off and grow a bigger pair, okay? Say, hey, I don't wanna be in this relationship anymore. I'm not feeling it. I love you, but I don't think we should be together anymore. I'm done. Make a decision and put your foot in the sand and go with it, right? This is pussyfooting. This like, hey, so I was thinking like if we happen to break up, like how would you feel? What would you think if we happened to break up? No, this is your partner. Have a conversation. Have an open dialogue. Tell her and have those conversations and then tell her I don't want to be with you anymore. It's that simple. You're 40 years old. You can do it, man. You're a big boy now. Put your big girl panties on and get with it. So then he tells about... um. He tells Howie about how Ariana started to see and hear things about Raquel, but, you know, then claims that that was just, you know, she just started to turn a blind eye. She would see things, and she would hear things, and she would question things, but then, you know, she would just turn the other cheek because she didn't want to believe it. So he's saying that, like, the signs were there. She just didn't want to believe it. Nobody... The signs may have been there, but unless you're telling her you want to be out of this relationship, why is she going to assume that you're cheating? Like, why does she have to pick up on your breadcrumbs? That's not her job. Her job as your partner is to trust you. Her job as your partner is to love you. That is her job. Her job is to not pick up the breadcrumbs that you're leaving about your affair, whether she reads them or not. That's not her responsibility to figure it out and crack the code. Somebody call Scooby in the gang, get the mystery machine rolling on up right up into Valley Village. Like, come on, that's not her job. He then says um, that he and Ariana were so distant at this point that she didn't even notice how much time he was spending with Raquel. Again, not her job. Not her job to regulate her, regulate you. If you're not spending enough time, her job is to trust you, not to doubt you, not to investigate you. Her job as your partner of nine years is to trust you. So when he's asking her about hypothetically breaking up, he claims that she told him in that case, if he were going to break up with her, then she's quitting the show and she's ditching the sandwich shop with Katie. And that she'll sell the house and she'll go off of social media and she'll just move away. So his plan was to break up with her in therapy, but he was afraid that she would get offended. He didn't want to break up. He was afraid of offending her. So first she's depressed and he doesn't want to hurt her. Now he's afraid of offending her. But before he was falling in love with Raquel, but then before he was also having a midlife crisis. And I just, I can't keep up with all the spins that he's trying to, he's like trying to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, Right. So he said that in therapy, Ariana, surprisingly, ended up becoming a lot closer to him and feeling more connected to him. So he thinks that therapy backfired. Um, I'm sorry. That's the fucking role of therapy. You go to couples therapy to work things out. Why would you tell her, let's go to couples therapy if you didn't want to work things out? Why are you shocked that you went to couples therapy and now all of a sudden things are getting better? Why is that surprising? You don't go to couples therapy to break up. You go to couples therapy to fix your relationship. So he's mad that couples therapy worked and she started to feel a connection to him again. He says that he made it clear in therapy that he was starting to outline the steps to break up. What does that mean? that you're outlining the steps to break up with Ariana in couples therapy, where the design of couples therapy is not with the goal of breaking up. That's not the intention of couples therapy. The intention of couples therapy is the opposite of breaking up because she's a depressed person. That's why therapy. Therapy for her, he wanted the therapist to do the dirty work. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he wanted The therapist to be like, it's not working out. I think you guys should break up. That's not the role of the therapist. The role of the therapist is to guide you, is to help you work through your issues, and then you ultimately determine where to go from there. But now here he now he's saying that she was fighting for the relationship so hard. Now she realized she wanted to be with him. She wanted this relationship to work out because in therapy she was realizing things about herself and she was realizing things about him and she was probably realizing the issues that she was contributing to the reason their relationship was breaking down. I'm sorry that she thought that her man was going to be there for her at the end of therapy and I'm sorry she didn't pick up the breadcrumbs breadcrumbs to realize her man already had a side piece that he was obsessed with and in love with that's not fair you can't take your partner to therapy and expect them to want to work things out while you have a side piece you can't have your cake and eat it too sorry that's not how it works buddy but he also said that whoever now that she's gone to therapy and she's better he's like whoever gets this version of ariana she's phenomenal and you know but at that point, he was way gone. He's like, this is a great version of Ariana. I wish I could have gotten it, but I was already in love with Raquel by the time we got there. So then he says he ultimately broke up with Ariana on Valentine's Day of this year, which he clarifies, oh, Valentine's Day to us is not that big of a deal, and we're not that into Valentine's Day, and we really use it for, like, couples promotions and blah, 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 blah. So Valentine's Day, he was done-so with her. He says he broke up with her at that point. Culture, society. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. He says that when it comes to staying in the house, because they're both still living there, he still lives there, but he basically, the reason he still lives there is because he runs the house. He basically controls everything in the house. His assistant is the one that shops and cleans and oversees everything. So, of course, he's going to stay in the house because... It's basically his house, and all Ariana does is, what, isolate and crawl up into a ball, and what? She's depressed, and she doesn't do anything around the house. This man is really something else. He says currently they keep their own space. You know, he stays in his room. She stays in her room. Initially, things were not great, but he says that it's gotten better. They're currently coordinating how to not be around each other, so they'll communicate, but all communication and coordination is through text messages. He says that he and Raquel are just good friends right now. And that they're sort of on a break from their affair. Sorry, on a break from their relationship. They're on a break. Um, And he says that the breakup with Ariana was always inevitable. Was it? Did somebody give Ariana that memo? I don't think the rest of us got that memo. He broke up with Ariana two weeks before the news broke, before the scandal like actually came out. So my thing is like, well, then why was she even at your show? Why were you continuing to go to couples therapy with her? She was literally at your show cheering you on, filming you when she found the video of you and Raquel backstage. So then we get into the craziest part, Okay, I know if you didn't think the last, what, 19 minutes were crazy, get ready because it gets crazier. Now he says that she was very upset when he broke up with her. So upset that she punched him. Like Jen Shaw punched Heather Gay. She punched him. And then he claims that she said, I'm not letting you leave me. You're going to have to force me out of this relationship. She told them that she told him that if he leaves her, that she would effective, that he would effectively be ending her life. Which is a big accusation to make. Like, we can read between the lines of that. But she hit him and said that she's not going to let him out of this relationship. Like, again, what is the context? Like, is it more of, like, I'm going to fight for this and I'm not going to let go of our relationship that easily? Or is it as crazy and obsessive as he's making it seem of, like, I'm not going to let you leave me? I feel like there's context that we're missing from this. Or he's completely exaggerating or taking a nugget of something and really just run with it right to create whatever narrative he wants to make happen in his own head he said that at the most extra show where she found out that she was in full denial that night she came to support him but he's like i don't know why she's here to support me we're broken up i don't even like her anymore which also why would you let her come to the show is she really that crazy is she really that obsessed with you because i remember didn't he also say miami girl was obsessed with him remember when she showed up at sir which to be fair, is a little crazy. But he's like, I'm so scared of her. I have to leave. I don't I don't know what she's capable of. She's so crazy. She's so obsessed with me. And then instead of ha- taking accountability for cheating with Miami Girl, he then flipped and is like, Kristen is so obsessed with me. And Kristen's crazy. Watching that season back, I'm like, wow, he really did a number on everybody and was like gaslighting and like really trying to twist the narrative and make it look like this was all about crazy Kristen rather than it was about me cheating on my girlfriend. So here we are again, twisting the facts, twisting the narrative, spinning it in a way that's even crazier, right? He said that, you know, she was in full denial that it it scared him and that, you know, her threat of self-sabotage was like so concerning to him. He said that she was threatening to quit the show, but that's why he is the one that told the producers about the affair coming out because he didn't want her to get away that easy. He literally said that he didn't want her to get away that easy. Why? Because he said everybody else on the shows had to face the heat. He said they've all he said they've all had to sit in the hot seat at some point. They've all had to face the music at some point. I really want to know Ariana's side of all of this, because he's saying that he tipped off the producer so that she would be forced to film this because she couldn't just quit the show and dip out and not face the reality of the situation, not face the gravity of the situation, which is also sick and twisted that he wanted her to suffer on the show. That's why he tipped off the producer so that they can film this and her grief and her misery can be filmed. And he says that... um, You know, everyone's kicking him while he's down right now. And Howie's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe the world is kicking you while you're down right now. And he's and Howie's just like Tom Sandoval's beating himself up already. I don't get the impression that Tom Sandoval is beating himself up enough already. Like he's not beating himself up at any at all. He's claiming that Ariana was obsessive and crazy and that she scared him and he couldn't leave her because he was afraid of her. And he was afraid of what she might do, which is also what he said about Miami girl. He says that um that, you know, he's obviously had some moments of being an asshole and being very defensive, but it was hard because he had to dodge all the paparazzi and all the media coverage, and it was just it was too much for him and he didn't feel safe revealing all of these details until now. Bullshit. I think he's revealing this now because he knows the reunion's coming out. He knows the rest of the season is airing, and he knows none of it makes him look good. And he wants to get ahead of the narrative. He wants to jump in front of this and try to make it all nice so that He didn't have to so that when it actually airs, hopefully people can look at it with a different lens. Bullshit. You didn't feel safe revealing anything until now. What is it about feeling safe revealing anything? He says that it won't be easy to go back to film the next season because Howie asks him, do you think you're done with the show? And he's like, it's not going to be easy. But, you know, the ratings are so good right now. Like, how do I not come back? I'm just like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Like what am I watching? Um, I know the podcast is called Howie Mandel Does Stuff, but let me just tell you, in this episode, all Howie Mandel does is defend Sandoval and enable his bad behavior and make excuses for Sandoval. Okay. We've heard it all before. He's played this this violin before, he's done this before. Laura says, I respectfully disagree, Zach. Well, what do you disagree with, Laura? I would love to know. He's not done, of course. Yeah, of course he's not done. We do not want to watch. You don't want to watch Vanderpump? I want to watch Vanderpump. Listen, it may be scandalous and it may be crazy, but I want to watch it for show. Sure, for sure is my nizzle, honey. Um, so, yeah, and then the whole interview ends with Howie getting Sandoval to shave his mustache. And that's the end of it. You look great, Zach. Thank you. My gums are hurting me with my Invisalign right now. so Thank you for making me feel like I look good right now because my, my teeth hurt. Laura disagrees with it all. Well, Laura, I'm sorry. I wish I had a better answer for you. Yeah, I'm done ever watching Howie again. I never really watched Howie, so I don't feel that bad. Laura is probably Sandoval. Well, Laura, I'm sure Sandoval would love to slide into those DMs. You're looking so gorgeous. Oh my God, thank you. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. I have my wine here so I can feel better about myself because that's what wine does to you. I'm so tired, but I can't stop watching you. Oh, my God, you're so sweet. Stop it. Um, Yeah, wild, wild, wild. Wow, we have 738 of you watching live on the YouTube. We have 220 watching live on the Instagram. Guys, if you're watching this on the YouTube, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Let me know that you're enjoying the content. If you want to keep up with it. Oh, there's Laura. Laura says, I disagree with the person who is depressed and refusing to break up and making threats is not a simple thing. Oh, Laura doesn't disagree with me. She disagrees with Tom Sandoval. I disagree with the person who is depressed and refusing to break up and making threats is not a simple thing. Well, we don't know. We just know that that's Sandoval's version of the story. But basically, that's the interview. I listened to it so you don't have to um, if you don't want to. That's basically everything that that he said, the gist of it, all of it. Um, oh Erka pie! Oh my God Urca Pie! everyone like and subscribe. Urca pie! you're gonna be so excited because this weekend this Sunday on um, my members only. I'm gonna have Sarah Sirio back from Sarah Sirio, you know, from back in the old AfterBuzz days. Sarah Sirio is gonna be on recapping old episodes of Vanderpump Rules with me this Sunday. So I had Tom Hamlet and Jess Rothschilds on uh, this most past Sunday, and then the Sunday prior to that, I had on Jeff Epstein and Evan Real. We recapped the season two drama when Tom and Ariana first met, and then we just recapped Miami Girl. And then this weekend, we're gonna recap, I believe, the later stuff of like Tom and Ariana's like issues that came up later on in the season ooh we got Penelope who just became a member I love it thank you welcome on in Penelope Russ said make sure you become a member as well thank you Russ only 2.99 a month that's right youtube.com/ just plain Zach Zach I'm going to Dr Rosenthal as well I had a consultation with him oh my God yes you guys if you're going to Dr Rosenthal t- tell them that Zach Peter sent you okay um I have my Invisalign love Dr Rosenthal he's great he's treating me nicely but he's killing my gums um so yes uh but thank you dr dr gabe rosenthal he's here in la he's a cosmetic dentist he's making my teeth pretty or straightening the shit out of them so shout out to dr rosenthal can members watch on replay yes muddy grace members can absolutely watch on replay Tom's saying he's sober after not drinking for four days is huge. That was hilarious, Alice. Thank you for reminding me about that. That was so funny. No lisp today, Zach. I'm sure, Catherine, are you sure? I feel like the lisp is kind of there. My teeth are killing me. My gums are fucking killing me. Um, but yeah, I did think that, that was hilarious. That so Tom's like, you know, I'm working on myself. I've been, you know, I haven't had a drink in four days. Listen. I'm all about taking sobriety seriously I think it's boring but listen like you do you like you know whatever you're live what a powerhouse love your stamina thank you I'm, I'm powering through it can you interview Adriana from Miami um I mean I would I wouldn't mind it oh my god Brittany says I have two doll hairs hit that like button thank you Brittany I love you I appreciate you um yes Tom's mind is clearer for not drinking after four days I mean that's how you know you're an alcoholic right because now he's oops now he's, he's sober after four days. We'll see how long that lasts. Listen, I want to support anybody's journey if they want to get sober. Like, I'm not trying to knock back. See, y'all are going to come from me in the fucking comments and the, the DMs and shit. And I ain't got the energy to deal with it. Um, but I mean, come on. It was kind of a joke. He was making a joke of it. He wasn't making an intentional joke, but he's making a joke of sobriety. by right? being like, I'm so clear because I haven't had a drink in four days. Like, stop with the sympathy. Um, how long will you wear your Invisalign? I believe it's 10 months. Aw, Zach, you remembered. I can't believe that you remembered me from years ago. Of course. How can I forget Urkapi? He's been an introspective for the last four days. Yeah, he's really thought it all through, and that's why he decided to do the Howie Mandel podcast, uh, which I think I thought was like a friend of a friend that got him to do it. Listen, I think the reason he did Howie Mandel is because he knew it was a big show, and he knew that Howie would give him a softball interview, and that's just bottom line. Oh my god, that made me spit my wine now. LOL. So, um, so we for four days. Yeah, Lauren, I agree with you. I, I don't want to be sober for four days. I'm actually good. I love drinking. To be honest, four days is nothing. Right? Four days is for babies. I can hear them. Okay, thank you. Volume is a bit weird now. Oh, is it? He's constantly on the Coco's wedding all, all over the place. Yeah. Uh, my ex told his mistress that he couldn't leave me because I was going through depression and it was so not true. He was just saying that to justify his actions. Does cheating have a cheater's book? Do cheaters have a cheater's book? I mean, yeah. Why can't he speak on the situation and no one else can? No, he can absolutely speak on the situation, but we're still going to judge what he says on the situation. Nobody's mad at him for speaking on the situation. We're just like, hmm. Really? You're trying to uh, you're trying to volume fix. Sorry, guys, I had the phone. The phone fell and then I propped it back up and it maybe fucked it up. But anyway, you'll be able to listen to all this on the podcast. I'm uploading it on the podcast tonight, so you won't even have to wait tonight. This will be uploaded Tuesday night. This will be up on the actual podcast. You can catch the full audio, like good audio version on the podcast. Um, And then my interview with Stassi Schroeder drops in the morning. So you got lots of content literally lots of content. Did Bravo approve this? Kate, I don't believe Bravo approved it. I think Bravo is going to be so pissed and so mad about this. So I think Bravo is not happy. I think he went behind their back. Actually, I know he probably did go behind their back because I remember when I had him on my podcast, that was a secret and that was behind Bravo's back and we had to tape it within 24 hours. That's a little bit of tea that I've never revealed before. So there's that. Yes, love saucy. Yes, Saucy's on the podcast on Wednesday morning. You'll get this recap of the Howie Mandel interview tonight. How's the puppy doing, Zach? He's doing great, Catherine. Thank you for asking. He's sleeping right now. Oh my God, he's keeping me busy. I had like a meltdown. on and I had a meltdown yesterday morning. I was like, oh my God, I was like crying. I was like in the bathroom, like I can't take it anymore. Um, because like I said, I have big announcements and big projects that I'm working on that I haven't been able to talk about yet on top of the puppy and being sleep deprived because I am trying to potty train and the potty training method that we're using has me up and taking him out every 2 hours which is like a mission so I have not slept through the night um we've now upped it to 3 hours and we're you know just trying to get him positive affirmations, positive reassurance when he goes potty, take him outside so he breaks the habit and doesn't have accidents inside. But then he also ate something bad and had diarrhea and it was just like shit everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, I feel like Sandoval and there's just shit coming out everywhere. (sighs) So buy your tickets to to Philly, our No Filter night out in Philly, April 27th with the Brav Bros and some very special guests. So get your tickets at nofilterlive.com and stay tuned for a special announcement. Wink, wink. Coming later this week. Wink, wink. Does Docsy talk about Jackson-Brittany clearing um, on a mission to be brought back? We didn't talk too much about Jackson-Brittany, but they do come up in the conversation. I do ask about them. Yes. I uh, can't wait to see Andy's reaction at this interview. Oh, I'm sure Andy and the people are pissed, but I also think Sandoval's like, I need to get ahead of this, so I don't give a shit. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to go with it. Take care of yourself. Even people have help when they have newborns wishing you a full restful rest as, as night's sleep. Thank you. I'm... I'm breaking my back right now, but I'm doing the. I have so many good things. I literally can't wait to tell you guys about that. I've been like working on behind the scenes. So think I can't wait for Philly. Yay, guys! Get your tickets to Philly. No Filter Live. No Filter Live. dot com. dot no com. Um, I have a big announcement that's coming publicly how much are the tickets in philly i believe we have general admission tickets left I, they're only 15 bucks so go to nofilterlive.com. get your your tickets now um i think if anybody buys their tickets this week you'll be entered to win everybody that's bought their tickets up until this week you'll be entered to win a coffee date with me and the bra bros while in philly so go and get your tickets now um and get you're gonna want to tune in are you still wearing the invisalign yes and it's hurting like a bitch um Lala loves you wink wink stay tuned um I love Lala. Give them Lala. But anyway, I have an announcement that's coming on Friday. But I'm going to announce it on our Thursday Night Live, and the Zach Pack members will get a little pre notification. So stay tuned for that. Yes, I'm excited to see BravoCon in Vegas this year. Woo woo! Um, oh my god, coffee. I'm not having coffee. I'm having wine tonight. Carb free wine. Love a good carb-free, no sugar, low-cal wine. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thank you for joining me live today. Um- I am going to finish the rest of this wine. I have to catch up on lots of content. I have to watch the Courtney and Travis special right now. It airs on Thursday, but I'm doing a recap with the Ring Reality TV podcast that will also air on Thursday. But we tape it tomorrow, so I have to watch that. I have my recap with the Brav Bros of Jersey, so I have to watch that tonight. I have to watch Jersey tonight, and I have to watch... Um, Courtney and Travis, the wedding special because I have to tape content tomorrow. And Stassi interview airs tomorrow. I have to make sure all of that's ready to go out. Um, I love you guys. I thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach to keep up with me and all the latest Skywalker Skywalker posts. Um, Sky is taking a little nappy right now, but I'm so excited to have him. Oh, When I walk in the door and I see his face and the way he looks at me, like my heart just melts. I'm like, oh my God, I never need a man in my life ever again as long as I have... Skywalker in my life now but if you want to see pictures and cute videos of him you can head over to my personal account at just plain Zach, or you can always follow at no Filtered Zach for all the latest reality TVt if you're watching this on YouTube hit the like button hit the subscribe button and show me some love end up thank you I love you end up end up woo, woo. um but yeah take some ibuprofen if your mouth is bothering you hugs thank you JC it's not so much that my mouth is bothering me but it's like when I have to talk a lot it starts to hurt a lot because, you know, it's like, argh. why is everyone so outraged? The best friend and the boyfriend is so cliche. Um, I mean, I guess. Amen, Zach. Thank you. All right, guys. Um, buy the merch. Yes, buy the merch. plain slash shop. You can get Team Ariana merch. You can get No Filter merch. All the good merch. All right, guys. I love you. I mean it. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you Um, soon. Ciao for now. Good night. Bye.